Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to take the games inside. Lace up your sneakers and get on the court. Welcome to High School Basketball here on the stations of the Gleason Radio Group, OXO Country, Family Time, and Easy 1240. Now, let's take you courtside. Welcome into the nightcap on OXO as the other little girls take on the Mount Blue girls. The 4-5 match up here at the Augusta Civic Center. Game number two for us here on the stations of Gleason Media. Game number three overall in the day here in Augusta. Joined now by Travis Lasarchuk from the Kennebec Journal. KJ online for him. If you're looking to read his stuff, which I know you do, you also want to take part in the... Uh, the blog that they've got going over there at Central Main. CentralMain.com, CentralMain.com, right? CentralMain.com, yeah. Follow along with Randy Whitehouse, Evan Crawley, and myself, and join in the conversation. Yeah, I've been wondering where Randy Whitehouse went. I thought he was in witness protection, but no, you moved him <laughs> to Central Main. It was yeah, good. he just moved 20 miles up the road. <laughs> <laughs> now we knew where he was. <laughs> we're, we're three games in so far, and, and so far, you know, you had the Brunswick upset earlier. Julia Champagne basically came out in the second half and said, oh, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play some basketball now. I'm not now. done playing yet. I'm yeah. a senior. I don't want this again. Yeah. And, and that was it. And then uh, Lawrence held serve and, and got revenge over Mesolonsky for last year. So yeah. here we are now. Winner of this one is going to face a number one, either uh, Bangor or the, the winner of the, the Bangor game later. What do you seen in this one? A, a big split here. Uh, there was a split in, in this season for these two teams. Edward Little seemed to get most of their big wins early and has kind of faded off since. And Mount Blue's really started to, to pick things up as of late under Gavin Kane. Yeah, Mount Blue recently beat Yale in the last match, matchup uh, 61-45, so you'd think, you know, they've kind of got the, the the edge more recently. And I saw Mount Blue once this year. They played against a, a good Lawrence team, had trouble with Nye Irving, but then who hasn't had trouble defending Nye Irving all season? Uh, Caitlin Kane had a big game that night with 17. I imagine she'll be a focus of the, the Cougars' offense again tonight. Well, it, I've been very. Let's go back to Naya real quick, and, and let's go back to that Lawrence team. They suffered a really tough loss in the opening round last year against Massalonsky. A lot of backbite and finger pointing. That never happens in those communities, of course. And then Naya had a had a, had a big knee surgery in the off season, you know. And now she's coming in, and it doesn't look like she's missed a beat. She's just got the big knee brace on, and now she's she's just. Yeah. continuing she's to move forward. impossible to defend when she's got the ball in the low post with such an array of uh, strong moves to the hoop. And just she knows how to play, and she knows she's a mismatch for everybody, and they're going to exploit it. No, they, they really do. Now, you've, you're covering a lot of teams this year. There's there's a lot of good basketball up in your area, and it doesn't even have to be so much Class C. I know Winslow's had a had a fairly decent year this year, a very dramatic year this year at times with, with off yeah, course. <laughs> and a lot of overtimes and stuff like that as well. Talk about what you've seen so far this year in your neck of the woods. Uh, girls or boys? Either way. Um, well, yeah, and as far as uh, sticking with the girls, because they're right here, we've seen 
some some good play in all four classes. Uh, I think um, when the Class D girls get going, you're going to see a very strong uh, Rangeley team. Um, you're going to see a good game when we get going in uh, C West with Moranco and Carabac, the one versus eight game. And uh, boys side uh, tomorrow, some great games in D and A. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that Lewis and Coney four five game in Eastern A. I think that's going to be just an up and down, wide open kind of game. 81-80 uh, Lewiston win the last time they played in overtime, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how that turns out. You know, it was I, I got to see Coney twice, got to see Lewiston twice this year, and. You know, they're, they're both very similar teams. You look at them and you're like, man, that's a team I would not want to face in the tournament. And they just happen to get each other in the first round. It's like it's like watching March Madness. Everyone's like, oh, I got my sleepers. And then the brackets come out and they play each other in the first round. The thing about Coney is they have absolutely no side. Like uh, Coach T.J. Maines told us yesterday, you know, Lewiston comes at you with the 6'10", 6'4", 6'3", and his biggest kid's 6'2". So they're going to have to rely on that speed, that transition game. They can do it. You know, that's what Coney's been doing all season when they've been successful. So TJ's, I'm looking forward to that. TJ's done a really good job this year as well. We've been playing aggressive defense. Yeah, and, and well-deserved. I yeah. mean, he uh, he had some he had some big ones. And, you know, they lost some really good players last year off of that team, and, and they're just continuing on like nobody's business. So, right. And Timmy Farrar's done a very good job over at Lewiston as well. Yeah. So Also looking forward to the uh, Oxford Hills-Mesolonsky rematch with two of the best players in the state with Mesolonsky's Nick Mayo and uh, Andrew Fleming at Oxford Hills. That will that will also be a, another good one tomorrow, and uh, hopefully we get to watch the late games tomorrow instead of having to watch yeah. them on Monday morning. We're but still waiting for a decision. So I, I'll keep my hopes. Up. I'm, I'll keep my hopes up, but I'm not going to get them up too high. Let's just put Never it this way. <laughs> Travis Sarchek from the Kennebec Journal. Go to centralmain.com, and you can follow along with all the action. You can ask questions. You can chat with the guys, whatever it is you want to do, centralmean.com for that blog. And Travis, thanks for uh, spending a little pregame with yeah, us. Thanks for having me. I'll let you go down and continue the debauchery down on Meteor Row. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We will have more. Well, actually, excuse me, we'll have more coming right up. You're listening to Edward Little Playoff Basketball on Means Pure Country, OXO. Over 7% of adults are diagnosed with heart disease right here in Androscoggin County. With February being American Heart Month, the YMCA encourages everyone in Lewiston-Auburn to take steps to make sure they're heart healthy. Let the YMCA's caring staff help you and your family get active through their variety of programs and nutrition counseling. Visit the YMCA at 62 Turner Street, Auburn. Call 795-4095 online at alymca.org. Find them on Facebook. There's never been a better time to be a member of the YMCA. Proud to be a sponsor of high school sports. Central Maine Orthopedics is proud to be a sponsor of high school playoff action. CMO's sports medicine program provides diagnosis, treatment, and rehabilitation of sports-related injuries by integrating the services of their physicians, including Dr. Paul Kane and Dr. Patrick Fallon, physical therapists and athletic trainers. CMO offers priority scheduling for athletes. They'll get them in within 24 hours and back of the game as quickly as possible. CMO is located at 690 Minot Avenue in Auburn. Call 376-3340 online at cmogroup.org or find them on Facebook. The Auburn Housing Authority wants to take a moment to congratulate the Edward Little girls basketball team on their success to the playoffs. Auburn Housing Authority provides safe and affordable housing for lower income persons. For more information about their programs or eligibility, go to their website at auburnhousing.org. Call 784-7351 or stop by their location at 20 Great Falls Plaza in Auburn to fill out an application. Auburn Housing Authority wishes all the best to the Edward Little girls basketball team. Go Eddies! Whether you're on your way to the game or celebrating after, Pat's Pizza on Center Street in Auburn invites you to stop by for a meal that everyone in your family and on your team will enjoy. 
like spinach and artichoke dip, nachos, amazing salads and wraps, meat and veggie lasagna, and more. And of course, there's Pat's Pizza. Order plain, specially, gourmet, or gluten-free. Dine in or take out from Pat's Pizza, located at 85 Center Street in Auburn. Call 784-8221, online at patsauburn.com. Pat's Pizza is proud to be a sponsor of high school playoff action. For more than 60 years, the people at Hammond Lumber Company have been well known for their extraordinary commitment to serving their customers. What you may not know is their extraordinary commitment to serving their main communities. The person at the shipping desk who coordinates hundreds of free deliveries to homes and job sites may be the same volunteer firefighter who helped save that house down the road. The tool expert who helped you decide on exactly the right circular saw may have been the umpire at the softball game or the coach of your son's or daughter's hockey or basketball team, or a scout leader, or chair of the town planning board, or a volunteer at the animal shelter. These are only a few of the people working at Hammond Lumber who are committed to serving others in a variety of ways. Why not stop by your nearest Hammond store and see how they can serve you? Just call 1-866-HAMMOND or go online to HammondLumber.com. That's 1-866-HAMMOND and HammondLumber.com. Talking to Joe Galetta at Ripley and Fletcher Ford in South Paris. Joe, what's your recipe for success? You know, when we get a customer or somebody who chooses to give us the opportunity to be their dealer, it's our job to do everything we possibly can to get them to choose us. As long as we continue to do that, we're going to continue to be very successful in all areas of the dealership. We really have become a force to be reckoned with. You know, it's not our goal to be the biggest dealership. We just want to be the best. Ripley & Fletcher Ford, Main Street in South Paris or RipleyAndFletcherFord.com. Oxford County's premier dealer since 1909. Welcome back to the Augusta Civic Center. Edward Little in Mount Blue, girls basketball about to get underway. The four and the five seed. Mount Blue will be wearing the, uh, the dark blue uniforms, and Edward Little will be in the whites. We'll have introductions and everything coming up. John Gilson rejoins me here after we brought him in back from the streets. Thanks for getting back in, John. I appreciate yeah, that. I was hungry, so I ran down to uh, Roosters, grabbed some wings, came back. <laughs> we actually did, too. Um, so let's uh, let's go back to this one. There's a, you know, a lot of these girls, even though they're playing against each other, Emily Jakes, Caitlin Kane, a lot of these girls, they actually play games as teammates in the offseason as, as part of the Maniac squad. Yeah, Coach uh, Matt Hancock coaches that squad with Emily Jakes, Naya Irvin, Caitlin Kane, Dom Lewis, all those girls. That's the friends, you know, off the court, but you know, they'll say once they cross those lines, they become enemies, even though after they'll be friends again. But a uh, big write-up in the paper about how how many of them are playing in the tournament this year and how successful they've all been. So Coach Hancock has done real well with that team. That's, a, that's been a very good program throughout the years, and, and you're right, because if when one of the teams loses, the rest of the girls will continue to come up here each week and support their friends. So it's, it's pretty good stuff. We are just a little bit away from tip-off here at the Augusta Civic Center. Edward Little in Mount Blue. It's girls basketball, the four and the five seed. It'll be our last game of the day, and then we'll have a bunch for you tomorrow, and hopefully we'll have an announcement for you on what the schedule is going to be tomorrow as well, if there are going to be any changes. Let's keep our fingers crossed. There won't be. Edward Little playoff basketball. This is Maine's Pure Country OXL. 
Central Maine Community College in Auburn offers more than 24 career, technical, or transfer programs that prepare students for good-paying jobs in Maine or to continue their education at a four-year college or university. In addition to the Auburn campus, CMCC also offers courses in several locations in Oxford and Franklin counties. If you're looking for quality, convenience, and the lowest tuition in New England, come and explore CMCC. Call them today at 755-5273 or come to their open house Saturday, April 11th. Online at cmcc.edu. You've outgrown your house and had planned to move up to a bigger one by now. Well, we've all had to make some concessions to the down economy. But take heart, you can still make your house work for you while waiting for the turnaround. At Franklin Savings Bank, our lenders make decisions locally, so you won't have to wait it out as your project is debated somewhere far, far away. Let us get to work helping you make your house a dream house again. Find out just how easy it is to bank with Frank. Why would anyone bank anywhere else? Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Over 7% of adults are diagnosed with heart disease right here in Androscoggin County. With February being American Heart Month, the YMCA encourages everyone in Lewiston-Auburn to take steps to make sure they're heart healthy. Let the YMCA's caring staff help you and your family get active through their variety of programs and nutrition counseling. Visit the YMCA at 62 Turner Street, Auburn. Call 795-4095 online at alymca.org. Find them on Facebook. There's never been a better time to be a member of the YMCA. Proud to be a sponsor of high school sports. Central Maine Orthopedics is proud to be a sponsor of high school playoff action. CMO's sports medicine program provides diagnosis, treatment, and rehabilitation of sports-related injuries by integrating the services of their physicians, including Dr. Paul Kane and Dr. Patrick Fallon, physical therapists and athletic trainers. CMO offers priority scheduling for athletes. They'll get them in within 24 hours and back of the game as quickly as possible. CMO is located at 690 Minot Avenue in Auburn. Call 376-3340 online at cmogroup.org or find them on Facebook. The Auburn Housing Authority wants to take a moment to congratulate the Edward Little girls basketball team on their success to the playoffs. Auburn Housing Authority provides safe and affordable housing for lower-income persons. For more information about their programs or eligibility, go to their website at auburnhousing.org. Call 784-7351 or stop by their location at 20 Great Falls Plaza in Auburn to fill out an application. Auburn Housing Authority wishes all the best to the Edward Little Girls basketball team. Go Eddies! Whether you're on your way to the game or celebrating after, Pat's Pizza on Center Street in Auburn invites you to stop by for a meal that everyone in your family and on your team will enjoy. Like spinach and artichoke dip, nachos, amazing salads and wraps, meat and veggie lasagna, and more. And of course, there's Pat's Pizza. Order plain, specially, gourmet, or gluten-free. Dine in or take out from Pat's Pizza, located at 85 Center Street in Auburn. Call 784-8221, online at patsauburn.com. Pat's Pizza is proud to be a sponsor of high school playoff action. Would you like to have a new home or addition or garage designed for free? Well, if you buy the materials for your project from Hammond Lumber Company, you can. The designers and estimators in Hammond's Home Planning Center will help you turn your ideas and sketches into detailed drawings and a complete list of the building materials you need to make it all happen. 
Over the years, Hammond's home planning experts have drawn thousands of plans for building projects of all kinds, and they've worked with homeowners and contractors alike. Whether you already know exactly what you want or you need help getting started, they'll guide you from wherever you are in the process. They'll knock themselves out to meet your timeline and even deliver your order for free within striking distance of their stores. So call 1-866-HAMMOND toll-free or go online to the home planning page at HAMMONDLUMBER.COM and get your building project designed for free. That's 1-866-HAMMOND or HAMMONDLUMBER.COM. You've got the right station for Maine's Pure Country, 92.7 WOXO, Norway, L.A., Brunswick, and WTBM, Mexico, Farmington, Augusta, Maine's Pure Country Station, OXO. Welcome back. Edward Little Playoff Basketball here on OXO. Edward Little and Mount Blue. Mr. Gilson, one of the starters. For Mount Blue, we have Emily Eustace, Aaron Doran, Caitlin Kane, Sarah Cummings, Addie Brinkman. For EL, we have Brooke Reynolds, Deanna Harriman, Callie Murray, Emily Jakes, and Earl Harrison. Addie Brinkman and Emily Jakes will jump it up. Got to meet Emily's mother in between games. I should see where she gets the height from. <laughs> Tip is won by Mount Blue, and we are underway. Mount Blue's going from right to left on your radio dial. Kane gets it to Brinkman, and Brinkman has it go right off her leg, and Jakes picks it right up. Just underway here at the Augusta Civic Center. Jakes looks up ahead. Now gets it up top. Harriman has it. Swings back over to Jake. She's up at the three-point line, looking to get it down to Harrison. But the pass is not high enough, and Brinkman taps it away. Kane ends up with it. At that point, you've got to really go to the ball, Matt. You can't let the ball come to you. As the defenders are coming at the ball, you need to go with them as well. Kane gets it over to Eustace. Down low for Brinkman. She tried to get it to Doyon, but uh, had no angle there, and it got taken away. Turnovers early for both squads. You see Jakes. She is a tall girl, but she's bringing the ball up, and she can also shoot the three ball very well. One of the most underrated players in the state, as far as I'm concerned. There's Jakes for three. Bang! Just like you heard me. It's weird how that works. Three nothing, Edward Little. She really is. I don't. I don't think she gets enough credit for what she does for the squad. It's a very good team. They won some games early and, and kind of faded off late. Be interested to see what happens here. Got a foul called on the floor here on Mount on Edward Little. We'll see who it's on. Also, in related news, all the testing that they did to the sound system in between games was absolutely worthless because it's now back to being terrible. <laughs> Inbounds pass is stolen away. It was intended for Kane, but Hairston got in there and did a great job. Good thing about uh, Hairston being on the court is it allows Jakes to be out and around the three-point line and doing whatever it is she wants to do. Yes. And it's very rare to see a six-foot girl on the wing in the state of Maine. Usually, if you're that tall, you're down low catching the ball and then just turning around and basically laying it over your defender because your defender is about 5'7". Right, <laughs> exactly. Emily's probably going to play ball at another level. Still under a little basketball. They get it over to Emily. Jake dribbles in, steps through, and they're going to call the travel. Of course. There's our first travel of the game. <laughs> and then the official, after he makes a travel call, looks at the other officials like, hey, did you think that was? And he goes, yeah, that's our friend. That was a good call here. I always, I always like to laugh at those travel calls when the player is still dribbling and jumps in the air and gets to travel. Yeah. And what they teach you in practice is to jump stop. Yeah. What they teach you in summer clinics is to jump stop. Yeah. Kane with it now. 
Gets it over to Doyon. Kane's going to fire the three. Bang. Kane for three, and we're tied at three. Those are the players that are going to have to watch. And for uh, Mount Blue is Caitlin Kane, who can really shoot the three ball, and Jake's as well. So that'll be a good battle, even though they're not guarding each other, as Mount Blue is in his own. Mount Blue's in a very quick zone. They're being very aggressive. They get it down low to Harrison, and they're going to call Harrison for an offensive foul. The EL fan section not enthused with that call. <laughs> Mount Blue fans are all about it. Yeah, good call. Well, this is what it is. This is what it's like here. You know, playoff basketball. You got to really it stinks, but you got to feel out the referees and what they're going to call. Are they going to call offensive fouls? Are they going to call a block? Are they going to call hand checks or not? Kane brings it up. Pull-up jumper is no good. <laughs> Eustace and Brinkman had it go off of one of them. And then the official was right there and said, it's off blue. And Coach Gibson goes, what? Wow. <laughs> and we're off to a roaring start here in the nightcap. Brinkman in off the inbound, no good. Rebound comes down to Hairston. <laughs> no, I can't no. help but laugh at that. It was just so confident. No EL players around, and it ends up being on blue ball. And he, he said it so emphatically. He's like, blue? What? Down low to Hairston. Foul's called there, and that foul was called early. They basically called that foul before she did the turnaround. Oh, yes. my. Oh, goodness gracious. 5.34 remaining in the first quarter. We're tied at three. Matt Beltwell, John Gilson, high above courtside, and the concession stands here at the Augusta Civic Center. Tony Craig keeping us on the air back at the Gleason Media Palatial State Studios. A beautiful downtown Norway, Maine. Of course, the stations at Gleason Media will have all sorts of game coverage for you. You can catch all of that at uh, oxocountry.com. We'll have the schedules up there. Also, mbr.org will have all the live links so you can listen live online anywhere. If Grandma lives in South Dakota and wants to listen to the game, she can do that. And you can do it free of charge, by the way. We don't charge you to listen to games. Four to three. Harrison hits one of two free throws. Ever Little picks up a little uh, press trap action there. Mount Blue breaks it. Kane with it. Gets it into the corner. To Eustace. Now Kane gets it back. She dribbles back up to the top of the key. Over to Doyon. Now they get down low for Brinkman. Back up to Doyon. Doyon drives in. Shot is blocked. I don't know if it was a shot or what it was, but the ball got slapped. Made a nice little hand-on-leather sound and goes back the other way for Edward Little. With the height Yale has, it's going to be tough to drive down to the hoop. Three-point attempt is no good. That was Callie Murray. Nice little Bob Cousy sh set shot there. Murray taps it back into the backcourt. Still be Mount Blue basketball. Murray's rocking the, the face mask for a broken nose. As is uh, Eustace, I believe, as well. Maybe that's what I was looking for. That, that's, yes. <laughs> that was kind of one of those silent corrections there. I was like, oh, that's what, that's what that was. I do that all the time. Turnover. Back to Edward Little. Harriman gets it over the timeline. 420 remaining in the first quarter. Just underway. 4-3. to three. Harriman, step back three. No good. Rebound tapped around. Ends up in the hands of Jakes. And it goes out of bounds off of Mount Blue. <laughs> Jake's it's like, I, I didn't hit this. <laughs> didn't touch it. Same Not official. Anyway. Same, Same official. <laughs> <laughs> One of these kids doing his own thing. <laughs> Kane going to go right to the lane, and she Harrison, gets Harrison up in the air, gets the shot down, makes it 5-4. to four. No foul called on Harrison on that no. one, so. 
Good job. By the arrow thing was way down the other way. Oh, yeah. he was, dude, there was no way. Yeah. Was it his zone? It's not like that stops them, though. True. Murray into the corner for Harriman, and she went to shoot it before she caught it. And that is a no-no. 5-4. Mount Blue with the lead early. 3.44 remaining in the first quarter. The nightcap up here in the Augusta Civic Center. Bangor will be taking on Hamden Academy. It is Hamden Academy, right? Not Mount Ararat. Yeah, right? Yeah, Hamden. Yes. Yes. I had to think about that one. Mount Ararat both had prelims and boys and girls ended up losing. Boys lost to Brewer. Girls lost to Hamden Academy. Brewer, of course, will play the Edward Little Boys. Hopefully tomorrow night. We'll see. Maybe Monday. Hopefully your boss will give you the day off. Call out sick. Cough, cough. <laughs> Why aren't you at work? Uh, I heard you on the radio. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Kane, pull-up jumper. No good. Rebound. It's going to come down to Jordan Reynolds, but you get an over-the-back call there. That's going to be on Rochelle Bator. Your EL, that's exactly the type of shot you want. Caitlin Kane taking an off-balance kind of fading towards the baseline, away from the hoop. That's just... Exactly what you want to see if you're EL. Pardon me, it's Bator, not Bator. I always go for the fancy name. <laughs> Jakes tries to get it over, and it gets taken away. That's going to be Doyon. Doyon and Brooke Reynolds having a run-in already, and Reynolds gets called for the frustration foul. Those are the always, though, the, when you're a coach, you do not want to see that. After you just, you know, gave up the ball go down and pick up just a foul 30 feet away from the hoop that don't really need. Now blue basketball. They get it down low. That's Bader, and you're going to have a foul call there on Edward Little and Mount Blue will go to the line. That's two quick ones on Reynolds. She will be coming out of the ball game. And that's why you don't want that, fr that, that frustration foul that you bring on yourself. Right, and we you saw that in the early game. Yep, that's what I was just going to say. You saw Anna Winslow pick up a, a frustration foul and then come down to the end of it. She has to foul because time's running out, and that's her fifth. And no more star player on the court. Changes the complexion of the game. It changes the way that the player plays it as well because at that point they're like, man, I don't want to get that third foul. Right. First free throw is no good. Second free throw also no good, but Jakes can't haul in the rebound. Rebound comes down to the hands of Mackenzie Harris. Cummings owes Harris something. Maybe a nice root beer or something for saving that possession from Mount Blue. And then Harris on the baseline pops it in. 7-4, Mount Blue with the early lead. 2.30 remaining in the first quarter. The zone doesn't really seem to be bothering Mount Blue as they're kind of getting the shots that they want. Now they get it down low. Edward Little with a nice play there. As Molly Murray got it down low to Jordan Reynolds, lays it up and in 7-6. That's good basketball right there. Got to see more of that. If you got bigs, use them. Mount Blue swinging it around. They're very sharp with their ball movement. I almost think they had a good coach or something. <laughs> of course, as soon as I say that, they almost tear one away. It's saved. Kane ends up with it and gets it over to Doyon back up at the top of the key. Bader with it, back up to Doyon, now over to Kane. Kane is wide open for three, just short. Rebound comes down to Jakes. 
That's the shot you want. Emily Kane, she's, you know, wide open. She was just, I think she may be confused with the three-point line there. She was college level. Jakes couldn't get the finish, but Jordan Reynolds cleans up the mess, and it's eight to seven. Four quick points for Jordan Reynolds off the bench. Jumper off the glass, no good. Rebound comes down to Jakes. Piper Norcross in the ball game. She gets it, and she's going to fire the three. Looked good, but it was too strong. Rebound's going to come down to Bader. She's going to get it up ahead to Kane. Kane against Harriman, basically one-on-one. -on -one. Foul's going to be called on Harriman. Harriman had just set herself there. Kane was going to run right into her. Exactly, yeah. Because Kane already had her body set which way she was going. She's going to the left, and unfortunately, Harriman kind of got spun around because she wasn't sure which way she was going to go, so she ended up kind of with her back to her, and then turned around and tried to block the shot and pick up the foul. Free throw is in and out, no good. 57.7 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Edward Little leads Mount Blue 8-7. to seven. One thing you I've, I've noticed, Maddie, is both teams are substituting quite a bit. They're, you know, they're running in players. Both teams have uh, a little bit of depth, and I think they both know they're going to need legs at the end of this one. Kane hits the second. We're tied at eight. Winner of this one will face the winner of Bangor in Hamden Academy. That'll be the nightcap here. Harriman almost loses it, passes it into the corner, gets it back. Now with a pass down low, baseball pass, but it's picked off. It was intended for Reynolds. Kane ends up with it again. Caitlin Kane gets it over to Doyon, back over to Kane. Kane takes a couple of dribbles, dribbles it back and forth, over to Bader, back up to Kane. 25 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Still tied at eight. Travel. And Eustace is going to get called for a travel there. 23 seconds exactly remaining. So I don't like that whole, you know, the hold for the last shot, the way they do it. I think you should still play the game and then maybe... What you do is you just say no jump shots. If you get a wide open layup, take it. But still play your offense because nine times out of ten, it seems like they end up losing it if there's pressure. Harriman pulls it out, and she's just going to wait. Eight seconds, seven seconds, six seconds. Norcross down low. Thought there was going to be a foul there, and there wasn't. There's pretty solid body contact there. And that will wrap up the quarter. Shot got blocked, and uh, away we go. We're tied at eight. And a little playoff basketball on OXL. Talking to Joe Galetta at Ripley and Fletcher Ford in South Paris. Joe, what's your recipe for success? You know, when we get a customer or somebody who chooses to give us the opportunity to be their dealer, it's our job to do everything we possibly can to get them to choose us. As long as we continue to do that, we're going to continue to be very successful in all areas of the dealership. We really have become a force to be reckoned with. You know, it's not our goal to be the biggest dealership. We just want to be the best. Ripley and Fletcher Ford, Main Street in South Paris, or RipleyandFletcherFord.com. Oxford County's premier dealer since 1909.
You've outgrown your house and had planned to move up to a bigger one by now. Well, we've all had to make some concessions to the down economy. But take heart, you can still make your house work for you while waiting for the turnaround. At Franklin Savings Bank, our lenders make decisions locally, so you won't have to wait it out as your project is debated somewhere far, far away. Let us get to work helping you make your house a dream house again. Find out just how easy it is to bank with Frank. Why would anyone bank anywhere else? Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Welcome back. Tied at eight. Ball gets loose down to the corner. Norcross tries to save it and cannot. It will be Mount Blue basketball with 750 remaining here in the second quarter. EL and Mount Blue girls basketball were tied at eight. Matt Beltwell, John Gilson with you here at the Augusta Civic Center. Kane with it. Gets down to the baseline for Brinkman. Brinkman looking to get into this one. Can't get it to go. Gets the offensive rebound. Can't get that to go. It was blocked. Reynolds comes down to the rebound. Jakes gets it over the timeline. That was great defense by Jake. She went straight up in the air and kind of made Mount Blue player change her shot and in turn made her miss it. Jakes gets it down to the corner. Kicks it back up top to Harriman. Harriman's going to fire away. No good. She can pretty much shoot from anywhere. Jakes, however, gets the offensive rebound, and you're going to get a foul called down on the down on the baseline for a hold on Mount Blue. You've got five team fouls on Edward Little and three team fouls on Mount Blue. I'd look for that to even up shortly. <laughs> I think that might be the first foul called inside the paint all day. Yeah, and, and we're talking about <laughs> since 3 o'clock this afternoon. <laughs> There was not a lot of, there were not a lot of, you know, that first game that we had between Oxford Hills and, and Brunswick, there's usually a couple of and ones. Yeah. Nothing. Harriman for another three. Bang! 11 to 8. That, that three-point play works every single time. Harriman with a steal. What a great play by Tiana Harriman, but could not keep control of it. Kane ends up with it. Kane kicks it over to Doyon. Doyon straight away for three. No good. Hairston with a rebound. I like how Harrison, she catches the ball, she chins it. She doesn't try to dribble. She doesn't try to do something that she knows she can't. She looks for the guard and gets it to her. Every big man wants to be a guard, and every guard wants to be a big man. Never <laughs> quite understood it. Jake's three-pointer is no good. Out in transition is Kane. She's going to go with a pull-up jumper with a left hand off the glass and in. Good fundamental basketball there. Somewhere Dr. Naismith is smiling. It's 11 to 10. Edward Little's lead is down to one. It was a great decision by Kane as she saw Jakes, who's six feet, right there. So she was a great pull-up by her. Ball goes out of bounds. It'll be a turnover and be Mount Blue basketball again. 6-0-9 in the first half. Of course, last time we saw Edward Little play here at the Augusta Civic Center, it did not go that well. They were down big at the half and were never able to recover against Oxford Hills in the Eastern A final last year. Only one senior on that team, though, Corey Norcross, who's moved on to college. She's down at Springfield College now. Living the college life. Kane gets trapped, stolen away by Edward Little, but they can't get the finish. But the foul will be called after the shot is missed. Callie Murray will go to the line and shoot a pair. EL leads 11-10.
free throws no good. Got to get those free throws. Well, how to miss foul shots today between Oxford Hills game and now this game. And you know what's weird? I didn't see a lot of bad free throw shooting all year long. No. 11-11. It is, it is different playing in the Civic Center because you don't yeah. have a great big gym wall right. behind each each thing. So definitely changes things up. Depth perception has to change. It does. Going on down low, and Harrison's going to get the foul on the floor. <laughs> They called another one down low. Yeah. Harris will go to the line. She'll shoot up here at 543 meeting in the first half. You know, once those hands go from being straight up to bring them down any type of an angle, inside straight up and down, you're going to get that foul call every single time. Even if you don't even hit them. <laughs> Free throw's good, 12 to 11. Second free throw is good. We're tied at 12. Jakes will inbound. Gets it into Harriman. Over the timeline. Murray gets it down low, but it's taken away by Mount Blue. Mount Blue with some pretty good defense so far in this one. We're tied at 12. And Doyon lost her pivot foot, supposedly. It looked awkward, but I didn't think she picked up her foot. Official said she did. Well, if it's close, they're going to call that. If Miss Travel called, if they <laughs> calling, they, I think they have a quota. Do you, think there's travel a, calls. do you think there's a spiff? Like, you know? There's got to be something, because I, this is the... I've, we've only watched two games, and I think I've seen more travel calls in these two games I've seen all season. We've seen a lot of basketball, Matty. Yeah, no, I, I would agree. <laughs> Somewhere in the vicinity of 20 games at least, I would say. Probably so, more so that I've watched on streams all over the place. Either the wonderf wonderful officials that we've seen all year are missing a lot of travel calls. <laughs> or the wonderful officials that we have here today are just decided to call a lot of calls. Perhaps there was a meeting before the tournament. <laughs> I know that never happens, but... Hey, just a couple quick things we're noticing. Lots of travels. Let's call those. Player can't pick up her dribble without traveling, so if she does, it's travel. Nope. Uh, Edward Little with the basketball. Jakes gets it over to Reynolds. Back to Jakes. With the left hand over to Harriman. Back to Jakes. You always going to keep an eye on Harriman because you never know if she's going to shoot it. And she can shoot, as we saw, from anywhere. Absolutely. Norcross with it. She wanted to shoot it. Puts it on the floor, gets it up to Jakes. Jakes is wide open, top of the key, off the glass, no good. But the rebound comes down to Jordan Reynolds, up and in, 14 to 12. Edward Little with the two-point lead. Jordan Reynolds is really working hard, too. She didn't start the game, but she's leading the team with six points, and she's really getting some good minutes. Always good to have bigs coming off the bench, that's for sure. 443 remaining in the first half, 14 to 12. There'll be a foul on Harriman there. And the key to that is it's going to put Mount Blue in the one-on-one -on -one bonus. It's tough when you pick up a foul all the way down to one end of the court, and you have to take that long, slow walk all the way down to the other end. It's like, it's like the basketball version of the walk of shame. Yep. One shoe off, the other one in your hand. <laughs> oh, wait, that's the other one. I'm sorry. <laughs> the free throw's good. Going on, the left-hander. 
second is good as well. We're tied again, 14-14. It's like we're going to have another close to the Civic Center. Jakes gets it over the timeline, playing that point forward role. Well, Scotty Pippen, Anthony Mason position. Jakes gets it back into the paint. No good. She got knocked off a little bit. And foul is going to be on Mount Blue, so it will stay with Edward Little on the loose ball. Which it looked like Brooke Reynolds might have picked up a third there, but it looks like she might have got pushed, pushed in the back. And to your point about Jakes bringing the ball up, if you have a, a, a girl that's six feet and can bring the ball up, usually she's also guarding another tall player, so... That's really a, a great feature for a girl player if you're six feet tall and can dribble because most likely the player that you have, you're going to be able to go by every time. Try to get it into Norcross. Almost got picked away, but Norcross kept a hold of it. Jake's with it again up the top of the key. In and out, no good. Rebound comes down to Mount Blue. That'll be Bader. She picks up her dribble. Joyon thought about shooting it, didn't. They tried to get it down low and could not. They tried to get to Harris, but telegraphed the pass and got picked off. Back the other way comes EL. Doyon thought about shooting it, but Jordan Reynolds was drawing about 120 miles an hour and jumped in the air. He was getting ready to swap that ball, so great decision by her not to shoot that. Would have been swatted back to Vienna. Maybe Chesterville. You talking about the sausages? No. <laughs> Leave my toes out of this. <laughs> Jakes drives in, can't get it to go. And apparently that foul is going to be called on Brooke Reynolds. Loose ball foul. That's a tough call. Both players going into the air to get it. Apparently they thought she was giving an unfair advantage. 3.33 remaining in the first half. EL, Mount Blue, tied to 14. Free throws good, 15-14. She is perfect from the line, so Yale's going to remember that just in case it's close coming down. You do not want to follow her. Second free throw is also good. Continues to be perfect. Gilson did not jinx her yet. Great try. <laughs> it's a good attempt. It works with field goal kickers. <laughs> it does work with field goal kickers. And then you're going to get a foul called on Bader. Probably. Tough one, and Jakes gets a knee right in the thigh. That's always fun. That feels great, usually. Nice dead leg for oh, a yeah. minute or two. That's the best. She's trying to shake it out, but you can't shake those out. Yeah. They're stuck there. It's an homage to Taylor Swift. Shake it off. <laughs> Norcross, back over to Jakes. Back to Norcross. Over to Harriman. Harriman with a swing pass to Norcross. Up top, Jake's thought about shooting it. Instead, will glide in. Oh, what? And they say it's a no basket. Jake's shot was good. They called an offensive foul afterwards. The trailing official called it, which is the official that was over there. I, I, I don't agree. I mean, may, I might agree with the offensive foul, but I thought she had already released it. The, ball should, the basket should have at least counted because 
I mean, I, what I saw was she released it, then came down on the player, so that should have counted, but that wonderful official is calling everything in the field. Kane for three. That could be a big swing. It isn't. She can't get to go. Hairston with a strong rebound. Hairston don't mess around. Harriman, good ball handling, ball control, picks up the dribble, gets it to uh, Jakes. And they called Jakes for a travel, and I didn't even realize she moved. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm not sure where the travel is anymore, John. I don't know. I saw a pivot. I, I saw a pivot, and I saw nothing else. And then the, the, the travel signal went up, and we all just <laughs> sat there in stunned silence. And then the ball gets kicked on the floor. And I was hoping for another travel, really. That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> I don't think we're at our quota for this half of 25. I think next, every time we get travels from now on, I think I'm going to have Tony ring a buzz, ring like a bell or something. Yeah. Travel count, 12. Nice play there by Bader, but she can't get the finish. Bader knocks it out of bounds. That will go back to Edward Little. 2.23 remaining in the first half. Norcross gets it over the timeline. Hairston's pass should not have been thrown. Lay-in attempt by Bader is no good, and Hairston gets the rebound to make up for it. Ira Little has not played well in the last couple of minutes, and Mount Blue's been getting a lot of different calls. Harriman fires away, no good. Hairston picks up the rebound, no good. Taps it to Reynolds, no good. And that'll be on Hairston for the over-the-back. Apparently, Edward Little walked under ladders as they got here today because nothing going right for them here in the last couple of minutes. It's three fouls on Harrison. And that's a big loss for them because... She's been getting a lot of rebounds. Mm-hmm. And just the inside presence as well. And now they're in the double bonus. And the free throw is good. That's Sarah Cummings at the line. Hits that one. 17 to 14. Mount Blue with a three-point lead. Yell just seems that they're getting the shots. It's just his lid on the hoop down there. Just bouncing all around and not going in. Second free throw is no good. The rebound comes down to Carly Stubbs, who's in the ball game for minutes. Sometimes you never know who's going to get to play in the tournament because you never know who's going to get in the foul trouble. Jakes with a swing pass into the corner for Harriman. Back to Jakes. She stops, lays it up. This time it's a pull-up jumper. Up and in, 17-16. No offensive foul there. No, great pull-up. Caitlin Kane was ready for the offensive foul. She was down there planted, but Jake smartly pulled up and took that jumper. And you get a double dribble there on Eustace. First double dribble of the day. That's the first. No, no, Hanley had one earlier. They called the double dribble on her. But it was, weird. it was a weird double dribble. Like, she was dribbling while jumping in the air, and they called it a double dribble. <laughs> I don't know. And they may have called it a carry. We'll just go with your call. It was the first yeah, one of the day we've seen so far. Yell working it around. Harriman with it. Dribbles up into the top of the court. Over to Jakes. Jakes puts it on the floor. She's going to put the floater up. No good. Rebound tapped around. It's going to go out of bounds. Off of Jordan Reynolds. will be Mount Blue basketball. Minutes six remaining in the first half. 17-16. Here at the Augusta Civic Center, Mount Blue with a one-point lead. 
tough shot by Jake. She was a little, she kind of went in for a layup, but she was a little bit too far out for the layup style. So that was kind of a, should have been a floater. She kind of went up underneath and came a little short. Kane on the baseline, good ball movement. Shot's no good though, and the rebound comes down to Stubbs. She gets it to Norcross. Yell's gonna look to take the lead here, going into the half. Harriman with it. Over to Japes. Stubbs thought about shooting it, instead pulls it back out. Jakes will shoot it. Shot's no good. Reynolds with the rebound. Jordan Reynolds. Quality minutes for the Eddies so far in this one. I don't want to say she saved their bacon, but the pig's not oinking. <laughs> 10 seconds remaining in the first half, 17-16. Six seconds, Jake's with it. Jake's kicks it out, Norcross down low for Reynolds, and there's the foul called. It'll be one and one. And it'll be one and one. Perfect timing, too, one second left, and Edward Little's gonna get into the bonus. Foul's gonna be called on Harris. That was a good look by Norcross. She could've just fired up a wild shot and hoped it went in, instead she tried to get it down low, and Drew the foul. By the way, shout out to Coach Soren for telling me I was right. It was a double dribble on Allie Hamley earlier. So that would be the second double dribble we've seen. Is he a football coach? Right. <laughs> How does he know? <laughs> he coaches basketball, too. Yeah, team. but he, he's, he's a, I mean, it's, yeah, he throws a football. <laughs> There's an option pretty good. <laughs> Coach Gibson is already down talking to officials about things. Free throw is missed, and the quarter is over. 17-16. Mount Blue with a one-point lead. Randy Whitehouse is going to join us in just a moment. Stay tuned. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. You're listening on OXA. Central Maine Community College in Auburn offers... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 